people who are new to the wine and uh, who are actually trying to you know get into drinking wine more yes so it's our duty and responsibility to educate about yeah, the wine they absolutely. want and the food they are having and what would go well with it yeah. and what would not hey everybody welcome to the wine whiskey and beach show i'm here with shabat ahuja who's a restaurant manager and the wine director of this great Michelin listed restaurant called the Tandoor. The Tandoor is the oldest Indian restaurant in Shanghai. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you very Thank much. You. Could you please introduce yourself uh, to our audience, uh, Shabad? Uh, so my name, uh, basic about me, my name is Shabad Ahuja. I am basically from Delhi and uh, I have uh, an experience of about 12 years in the food and beverage industry. Super. And uh, I work with the hotels like the Marriott International and the Imperial in New Delhi for about 10 years and uh, I recently moved to Shanghai uh, about five months back I got this opportunity to work with this Michelin listed restaurant and uh, I am a hotel management graduate from uh, Chandigarh mm -hmm. and I have also done my uh, wine and spirit education from I'm a level two in wine and spirit education trust. Fantastic so I think uh, you you know, you do handle restaurants and the reason why they've, uh, you've got taken this opportunity is now the whole idea is to scale this concept, right? As you Absolutely. said, uh, as we were jamming, like you want to grow this to 10 restaurants Absolutely. in the next five years. So uh, how's the market? That obviously means that the investors or the group is very serious about scaling in China. So uh, the investors basically want to uh, scale up the restaurant business in greater China, mm -hmm. mainland China and greater China. So basically they're targeting uh, cities like uh, Beijing, Chengdu, they'll be moving to Hong Kong, Macau mm -hmm. and uh, if all goes well then we'll be moving to all the Southeast Asian countries like Japan and mm -hmm. then moving to Thailand and Macau. Wow. So this is what the entire vision is. For it's, a, it's a solid change right I mean in one way because you worked in a, such a big uh, Marriott uh, group uh, and now you are sort of the decision maker uh, to build this whole thing. Uh, what sort of uh, you know work dynamics changes have you noticed? Because there must be a proper structure and defined way to work by and things of that nature. Correct. So what what is the difference working in that sort of environment and this? The difference is that uh, I feel this more challenging and I like it because I am directly involved in ordering of wines here, mm -hmm. ordering uh, the you know the entire food and beverage for the restaurant yep. and directly dealing with the vendors. So it is a great experience because in hotels, the structure is so big that you need to, you know, there is a purchase department for everything. Yep. They approve everything they go to. So here, everything is on me. Yes. So you are the decision. New, yeah. so if if the it's decision. not selling, it's because you bought it. Yes, <laughs> you can say that. But uh, the thing is that uh, it gives me more experience True. and more confidence for future absolutely so that i get to know how to deal with vendors yes and uh, what are they offering to me yeah what are they uh, what is the product like yeah i get into the detail of everything yeah and then we get to a decision of buying or not buying yeah, yeah. i mean uh, it's pretty interesting you uh, you are sort of uh, touching two strong economies which are growing their wine demand right so you've touched new delhi wine scene and now you're in Shanghai, you know, it's just been five months, but still, you know, what are the consumer behavior differences that you notice? So what I have noticed is uh, right now, Shanghai 
uh, what I heard earlier was mm-hmm. that Shanghai is more about uh, cocktails and uh, you know the bar scene is more of a cocktail centric okay. uh, yep. thing. But uh, it is completely different what I have seen when I came here. Is that so? So yeah, they still prefer like hard liquor uh, with like gin and tonic or vodka, Red Bull. Gin and tonic. Gin is growing uh, is a growing. Uh, market here okay as apart from that wine is also growing very well mm-hmm. so people like to know about the wines like if you see on our menu also we've paired wines along with our with our food with our desserts and everything so Fantastic. people like to know about their wine what they are having they like to try new wines what about india how do you compare that with uh, new delhi new delhi market is more about hard liquor like whiskey, whiskey. Whiskey. New Delhi market is more about whiskey. So Shanghai is more sophisticated uh, for wine more, for sure. Yeah, absolutely right? correct. And uh, for example, one easy way to see is like over here, people just not order by red or white, but still I believe in India, they just are still at that level where they have to, they're not enough educated that they can say, can I, can you get me Sauvignon Blanc if it's from Marlboro region? Do you think that sophistication is here? So uh, yes, it is there. So it, it actually depends on the, you know, the consumer as well. Okay. So people who are a lot well-traveled, they know about their wines. Yes. People who are wine drinkers, who are regular wine drinkers, they know about their wine. They yep. know their wine, what they need to order, what are, what are they eating mm-hmm. and how they need to pair uh, the wines with them. Yep. Uh, but uh, people who are new to, to the wine and uh, who are actually trying to, you know, get into drinking wine more. Yes. Uh, so it's our actually it's our duty and responsibility to educate about yeah, the wine they absolutely. want and the food they are having and what would go well with it yeah. and what would not. I think one of the good things which I've noticed, especially in US, uh, when it's a Hilton or a Marriott, you know, the hospitality is top class, right? So uh, even if you're little lost, they know it that you're lost. You need direction. The elevator is there. Correct. So the small details. So I think that adds a lot of value when you come from such a good. Uh, training camp Absolutely. and now you are in the market it's pretty much your own business sort of thing when you're making decision I think so it helps you in bringing that professionalism Correct. you know which is fantastic uh, for Shanghai you know what's the wine scene like like do you see any trends like can you give us a little bit what which wines are hot or things of that uh, nature if I talk about my own restaurant here mm-hmm. our restaurant so it is like uh, Pinot Noirs are a good hit here because it goes very well with the Indian food Okay. Uh, people, gen- Indian food is more about spices and it's very heavy. So people don't want a heavier wine to go along with it. Sure. Okay. So that, you that don't keep much our, of a cab. That you is, keep like light body wines. That is basically a medium bodied or a light bodied. Sure. That is more of a trend in our restaurant. So yeah. people like to go uh, with a light bodied wine so that they can enjoy the Indian food flavor because it is more of masala. So do you have uh, do you have like Chinese people trying Indian food or it's mainly expats? No, we do have uh, Chinese people trying Indian food. Uh, in fact, if I talk about a percentage, mm-hmm. so uh, 60% of our guests are Chinese guests and then the rest 40% is a mix of Europeans and Indians and Asians. Great, great. Uh, let, you know, uh, bringing back to the whole idea, I'll just give you a little context about who our audience is, right? So most of our audience are international wineries who are trying to grow their market share in Shanghai. Now, some do have brands already here, you know, like Australians uh, really know uh, how to work the China market, but U.S. is still trying to get in here. Uh, South Africa is still trying, right? So uh, what are the tips uh, you would want to share, like when they're pitching a wine to a sommelier or 
a restaurant wine buyer, you know, what are the things that you guys are really looking for? So what uh, we are looking for is, uh, first of all, the wine. Yep. <laughs> That's the basic product. The quality, so get, yeah, the quality of the wine. Uh, what the vendors offer to the to us in terms of uh, about the, the trading, about the wine, the price point is important okay. because uh, it is, the China market is, what I have seen is a bit price sensitive. Sure. So people generally don't want to spend too much on wines. Like in India, uh, the wine list which I used to have in my restaurant, it used to have wines which were priced at around, you know, more than 1 lakh rupees or 1 lakh 25,000 rupees wow. as well for a bottle. But uh, in China, I've been to other restaurants also. I do not see a bottle of wine more than, you know, more than 2,000 or 2,500 RMB in China, in Shanghai. I haven't seen oh. till now. In fact, in my own wine list, the most expensive wine which I see is uh, 1,000, 1,100 RMB. Still pretty expensive. Yeah. It's like 80 US dollars yeah. uh, or so, more actually. It's 120, yeah. 100 and, yeah, 100 and 1,000 RMB is the most expensive wine it's in pretty, China. Uh, bottle. A bottle. Yeah, got it. Uh, when they order the wine, uh, do you have to like explain them or hand sell or they know their names like uh, I, I need this? They know you exactly. need to explain them. So uh, the name of the wine, you mm -hmm. need to explain the country. Some of, pe some of the people uh, are actually, they know the wine. Got it. So they order it. For example, if they've had it earlier somewhere, they know the wine, they see it on the wine list, they order the same wine. But for a new wine, it is a bit, you know, you need to educate the guest that this is a new wine and uh, this, it comes from this place. This is the price point and, mm. you know, the grape is such and you will enjoy it with the food. So these sure. are certain things we need to educate the... So as, as well, you're planning wine menu, I'm sure then that also means as saying what you say, mixing up with the names, like you, you, you rather prefer a Jacob's Creek, a Yellowtail or a Penfolds and then you play around with some new names, correct? Correct. correct. Absolutely correct. So because you need to have you need to have the the classic ones. Like you, I need to have uh, you know a wine from Bordeaux, a wine from Burgundy on my wine list, yeah. which is a classic like a like a Chateau Neuf de Pape or a you know a French classic wine like a Puy Fusé, something yes. like that. But I also need to have some you know new wines True. on the wine list so that I can make people try. I think it's really uh, you know the consumer. Uh, behavior you may have studied like if i was uh, you know if i go to a restaurant you know for example i normally order like third cheapest or the second yeah. cheapest right so you, you you've been studying i'm sure you also study your people and do the pricing so is there like any tactics you do in the menu like on purpose you would keep a 22 dollar bottle and then 28 dollar bottle is there a strategy uh, to drive that 28 dollar just for that you want to keep 22 dollar bottle okay if if I want to push a wine and I know the wine is good, we, we keep the price point on such a, you know, not much expensive, not too cheap. Mm -hmm. And it also depends upon how much I am getting that wine for. Correct. And uh, then we put the price tag on the wine. On the wine so in US, we work on like, uh, for, you know, it's one to four, right? So if your cost uh, is $10 a bottle, then you would uh, try to recover that in a glass. That's how it is there. Yeah. The pricing and then uh, per bottle is 40. So a, a glass would be like $8, let's say approximately. Correct. Is that how the model yeah, is? It, the same, the same, yes. It is the same here as well. We need, uh, if you are selling a bottle by glass, we cover the price of uh, the bottle mm -hmm. in, into the glass and then we sell it accordingly in the other wines as well. But uh, I think uh, people in Shanghai, mm -hmm. they are not 
you know big drinkers what i have seen on wow. in terms of wine I've been in terms of wine, wine shots yeah what i have seen till now maybe not with the indian food maybe some other cuisine they like yep. to have wines uh my restaurant basically uh, it works on cocktails more more on cocktails oh, okay and uh, wine is growing slowly um, interesting but uh, the cocktails are a big hit than wines in my restaurant what about beer because actually beer is the best with indian food right beer and cocktails so these are the two plus if i get uh, indian guests they are more towards the hard drinks like whiskey and scotch and all this Great. You stock Indian beers as well, like Kingfisher or? Yes, I do. It's a bit difficult to procure here. Uh, there are only a few vendors who get in from India. Uh, the Indian beers. So let's uh, let's uh, go to the brands that are really uh, in the uh, restaurant. And now uh, you need some help in marketing, correct? Uh, what kind of marketing works the best? Like you know, if you had to ask a supplier, that give me one thing, but it has to be this. What would you ask? see if the supplier uh, markets their wine on so the best platform what i have seen in shanghai and or in china market is wechat mm. so you need to have good followers on wechat and uh, you need to have the correct groups where you can tap on mm. and you can uh, you know you know give blasts on wechat about the restaurant about the wines and everything so that is the best basically uh, if you're not on wechat you don't exist in china <laughs> correct absolutely yeah. correct so uh wechat is the best module which i have seen yeah uh, in uh, china to market your got it so fantastic tips from shabat uh just one final uh tip uh, for wineries you know if you have a few things to say just to summarize this whole thing on how they can grow their distribution you know where how to approach and so many i think and what to pitch when they are meeting you and what to offer would be great to just summarize this whole thing uh see if you are selling a wine to a restauranteur or a sommelier the first thing is uh what in terms of product you have to offer mm-hmm. then apart from that what additional you are offering along with the product for example training about the wine mm-hmm. so for if i buy a wine i would speak to the the producer and ask them to train my team about the wine so that they can absolutely they can speak about it in front of the guests Correct. because uh, they are the ones who know the best about the product right yes and they would be the best source to train someone about their own product correct so that is the these are certain things which really matter mm. once you are tying up with a with a vendor mm. so apart from that price point is price point and product and everything goes hand in hand but the only the main thing is training about the wine and how uh you know how aggressively they market their own product not in Correct. our restaurant but overall they they help you creating yeah. a brand like you know, as you said we chat and things of that nature Correct. absolutely super so thank you again thank we'll you go much. and enjoy some food here now absolutely thank you